Caitlin. And Garrett. And, and welcome, welcome back, back to Monotone, Monotone Thoughts. We are back. It is now episode six. It is episode six, and we are thriving, driving, and just... Surviving. Our, our, our foot is on the pedal to success. Really, it is. And you know what? I'll take Jill Zarin stumbling upon the podcast a success. That was a good one. That was... I mean, just to be recognized by any housewife, especially an OG housewife such as Jill. The OG of selling, the OG of it all. I love that for us. We are just killing it. We'll be purchasing Zarin rugs from now on. (laughs) I love how, like, I I don't follow her on Instagram, honestly, but I did click on her Instagram and it said, text me and a phone number, like, in her her bio. What is that? I hate when, like, celebrities do those, like, where then they, like, blow up your phone with, like, just, like, dumb alerts being, like... Like, updates of their lives? That, or it's, like, Dropping new candles this week. Like, it's stuff like that. Okay. That's really weird. I don't know why. Okay. I was very confused as why there was a phone number in her Instagram <laughs> bio, but I guess we figured it out. Well, we should text her and be like, hey, girl, when are you coming on? Yeah. So, how was your week, Garrett? My week has been really good, actually. Oh, I don't that's have, beautiful. I love that for you. I have no real big complaints other than, like, one, I'm addicted to, like, these Big Brother live feeds, and I need it to stop. It's a full addiction. I don't care for the show. I don't watch the show. All I watch is just the big, like, the live feeds. I, you need to find a new hobby because I feel like this is dumb. No, I'm addicted. Like, these people, I want to be on this show so badly. Why? Nobody cares about that show. No, because Nobody. I just want to live in a house for three months and be unhinged. And just, I, like, I don't want to do the competitions. I don't want to fight. I don't want anything other than just... To have the girls angry. I know, but like, can't they just send you home? Don't they do like competitions and send people home throughout? I've, I've never watched. Yes, but like, they want the threats out first. I wouldn't be a threat. I would be like, I love, we can like, you go into the live feeds and it's just them whispering for three months. Like, did you see Ashley's over there? Like, it's all that like weird shit. And I'm like, I would thrive in that type of environment. They are mean to each other. They're fake nice to each other. Like, I would just try and see how much of a menace I could be <laughs> and just really be a full maniac. And I want to be on it so badly. So but other than that, I've actually had one friend, actually she was my old manager, but she was a friend um, on big brother. And then I had another friend that almost made it on big brother. And like, you know, I try to watch the season where my friend was on big brother. And I think I got through like 20 minutes of the episode and I'm like, is this, like a joke or is it real or like is this reality tv or I, it's, a competition it's like or 25 seasons it's real i i'm not into it but thank you so much i want to be on it um other than that just really literally one again yeah, i left my doctor's appointment today and i just want you to know i think you have to really find the best doctor in the world because my doctor it's kind of like a treat it like you tell her what you want you tell her what's how this is going to go down. And also the girl at the front desk, she I don't know her name. I love her so much. She, right when I walk in, the first thing, she was like, come on into the room. Walk, closes the door, and she's like, I just got my tits done. Do, do they look good? Do oh they look God. too fake? And I was like, I am at a nice establishment. But you, I rock with you, girl. You know, I'm just happy that the front desk girl is making enough money to get her tits done. She's paid well. Obviously. She told me she wants to go back next month to get a BBL, and I said, girl, uh, you better do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Get that BBL, girl. You know what you do? Take out that care first credit and then file for bankruptcy and do us all a favor. I don't give a shit what you be doing out here, but get that BBL in those cities at the same time. I have a friend who actually did do the care credit scam. 
Oh my god, care credit is such a scam. I know so many girls have done it too. It's the biggest scam, but honestly, I support it. So if anybody doesn't know what care credit is, um, if you want to get like injectables or you want to get like your body done, your body done, um, plastic surgeries, you can apply for what's called care credit. And I think the interest rate is like 25.8% if you don't pay it off within the first year. Zero interest first year. And nobody, like pays the statistics it. are absolutely insane, but nobody pays off the care credit within a year where it's 0% interest. So, like all this interest accumulates after a year and then you're like in so much debt that you'll be in this debt hole for the rest of your life after getting your titties done and then you file for bankruptcy but at least you have a really i support it for a mommy makeover i support it for i mean speaking what have you thought about doing a mommy makeover um so i got my boobs done when i was like 25 years old and i was in so much excruciating pain for like a whole month that i don't think that i could really go through with like another plastic surgery i mean we'll see what kind of damage these kids do to my body i might be thinking differently this isn't just one yeah i might be thinking differently after like you know these things pop out and mom's body's wrecked (laughs) but like I just don't know if I could ever go through with, like, another plastic surgery, especially not something as big as a mommy makeover. Like, that is absolutely insane. I had a friend who did it, and it wasn't that bad. I know, but I do not deal with pain. She looks so much better now. I don't deal well with pain, and I... I just can't. Well, we're going to look into this later. We're going to look into it. But can I... I forgot. We skipped something. What? To the girls that open care for... Care... What do you call it? Care credit? Care credit lines of credit to get injectables into your face let's rethink our life because i know a handful of girls that do this and this was a direct jab don't worry (laughs) i know so many girls that literally take out lines of credit to get their lips done their lips the lips are only like five hundred dollars you know some girls need it so bad that they go into debt over getting their lips done and they don't pay it off within the year they just keep this this momentum rolling but I, this was a direct jab I will say that. the last time I went to go get um, a little touch up we'll call it mm-hmm. this girl was paying while I was waiting in the waiting room and her card kept getting declined and she seemed like she was on something like a little like wobbly and I don't think injectables make you wobbly but everyone's different and she was like, hold on, hold on, I'm, I'm going to get this. Do you guys accept Klarna? And I was like... Klarna? Klarna the for the face. For. Yeah. <laughs> to pay for the, like, the injectables. I'm like, if you can't afford the injectable, don't do it. Especially, don't take the care credit. I get, I fully support the scam for the tits and, like, the body and get the BBL done. Don't do it for some little cheap injectables. Uh, Work wait, a deal out. Find a friend. What Medispa does a pay and for payment method? Where do you think that you are? I, and I felt so bad. Forever 21? The girl in the front desk, she was young and new, and you know who I'm talking about. She, like, did not know how to handle it. She was like, uh... Let me go get, ask. Let me go get, uh, I'm going to be right back. I'm like, I could tell you the answer. It's going to be a no. It's going to be a hard no. But she actually did. She did pay. She did need a friend to come bring money. And I was like... The, oh, my God. That's and so then my, the, my mom was like, all right, are you ready to go back in the room? I'm like, ready to go back? I want to see how this plays out. Yeah, I want to see how she pays. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like... Where's she getting the coins from? This is why I do... And I'm like... Now, mind you, I go into a business mode. And I was like telling the owner, I was like, you should be taking deposits. Like... Yeah, there like should half be a, dep- up, a half, half up. up. You're... You just start get doing it, and then we get to register. Who knows if you're done, like if you can afford it or yeah, not? Yeah, if your card's gonna go through. But yeah, don't do care credit for injectables, it's especially in- Botox and stuff. Like, if you can't swindle the four hundred, just don't do it. Yeah, come on, girls, we can do better. We can do better. How was your week? 
Um, it was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> Fucking miserable. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that. I mean, it's the only thing that I post about all week is that my rescue French Bulldog tank went completely blind over the weekend. So on Friday, we noticed changes in his eyesight. And by Monday, he was completely blind. Because he was wobbling last Friday when I was here. Yeah, he was just acting a little off. So we took him to the vet. They did um, thousands of dollars worth of tests. And they came back and said that it was trauma uh, induced meningitis and that he lost his eyesight because of it. And I mean, thank God it was just his eyesight because the other effects of meningitis are a lot worse. So he is on medicine and hopefully. He will regain some of his eyesight back, but he's probably going to be blind for the rest of his life. I mean, I hope it's not that, but um, all signs are pointing that we're going to have a blind (laughs) French Bulldog for the rest of our lives. (laughs) But, you know, it's okay. We will love him anyways. It was just very overwhelming because, like, not only am I stressed about having, you know, not only one baby, but two babies. Now I have to worry about how we are going to accommodate a blind dog. (laughs) And it's a lot. And I've spent my whole week stressed out about it. But like, I feel like there's some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. So he's a little happy boy. He just did have a full little kid's meal from Chick-fil-A. So he's he's doing okay. He did have about six nuggets from Chick-fil-A. So I think he's on the road to recovery. (laughs) So we're not saying Chick-fil-A does cure blindness, but there's we're hoping yeah and then i had to go today for my 18 week checkup and do the rest of my genetic blood work for the babies mm-hmm. and like i i don't know if i become a bigger bitch when it comes to drawing blood when i'm pregnant because i'm like i'm already moody and like i don't want to be in the doctor's office every four weeks anyways but today they drew blood and i could have just like slapped this lady across the face because it hurt so fucking bad you're like um i will take this needle and throw it at you like never have i ever gotten blood drawn that it hurt so bad like as soon as she stuck the needle in my arm i was like yo what the fuck was that (laughs) like what was that honestly (laughs) why are you doing this to me and then they draw like a whole plastic basket full of blood and i'm like How do you expect me to leave here? <laughs> Are you going to wheel me out to my car? Because I don't think there's anything left in my body. I got to go get a sweet tea and <laughs> get through this. this sugar back in my body. I love that. Well, anything else going on? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, one fun thing that we did is we cleared out one of our bedrooms for the baby room. So I guess you can officially say that I'm starting to nest. Not that I know what fucking nesting mean. When I think of nesting, I think of wild animals. <laughs> building a little nest. Building a nest for their young. So I guess that's the phase that I'm in right now is building a nest for my young. There are a lot of boxes everywhere around this house of different baby things. And it's funny to me to see two of everything. Literally two Two cribs, two car seats. Like, it's and, a lot. And I, like, we planned our baby shower. We sent on invitations. I obviously did the whole registry thing. And, like, I had... I don't know what to do with one baby and definitely not with two babies. I don't know what they need, things like that. So basically everything that I put on the registry, I doubled thinking that like the other, both babies are going to need the same things. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have two of everything on our registry. Like, is it overkill? I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but like, what better, else do you it's do? better to have it than to not to have it. Like my mom says. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom's a little bit of a hoarder. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it is crazy. I was w- literally shopping around a store the other night looking at baby stuff. And I'm like, wow, you really are going to have to have two of every little thing. But the good thing is at least you can do like blue and pink. That's like, what I did. I did a lot of like the same thing, but hoping that it has two different colors so that like, you know, 
the girl can have one and the boy can have one. It's going to be a lot. You're, you, we're going to need a bigger home. Yeah, but it's, it's overwhelming over here, but I'm just doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we are thriving and surviving. Ooh, I really am. I swear, I'm just trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we can do. Garrett, we are back at your favorite portion of the podcast, and that is Hot Topics. I love this part. You love a good Hot Topic. Like, Garrett literally gives me the rundown of the Hot Topics, and, you know, the ones from, like, Bravo, I know, but, like, any other celebrities, I just don't keep up with, because, like, it's just not my cup of tea. I like to throw random shit at you at, like, 2 in the morning. And I'm like, who, what, where? Explain. What are you talking about? Send me an article. Who are these people? Never heard of them. But, Garrett, what do we have for this week? Well, I think we should, because you do, you are caught up with this. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, this last episode. Mm-hmm. One was a snooze fest, but also it chaotic. It really was. Like, it was really boring. It felt like a filler episode, but yeah. it also felt chaotic as hell at the same time. Like, the whole episode was, what is what is Dorit's charity name? Homeless, not toothless. Yeah, the whole... That is the most chaotic fucking charity name I've ever heard of in my life. Is that not offensive? I think that's offensive. I mean, I don't know what's... Okay, maybe help them find a home? Yeah, before they get teeth? Yeah, I mean... Like, would you rather maybe do place both? them in homes before you give them smiles from Dr. Blah 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 on Beverly Hills or Deo Drive? Like, I just want to know, like... you house them? So now they have... A1 colored, literally full buck teeth, horse teeth in their mouth, which is great. I'm happy for them. They don't have a home. I know. Like, I don't understand the whole concept, but like, good for her and the other celebrity, I don't even know who it is, that helped start this charity. No, it was chaotic, but it was the most chaotic thing. I was like, I'm glad that the women also were making, like, light of it, being like, this seems crazy. Like, I can't believe we're all doing this. The only one that made it seem like, the rest were like, oh, I'll be there with bells on. But then, like, Kyle was like, excuse me, what? Like... (laughs) What the fuck are we doing? like, what is this called? I also live that Lisa Renna having her full mental breakdown. You know, she needs one. But that was dramatic. Her mom died. Two months ago. Garrett. No, still horrible, but she was attacked from what you go from one second to attacking um sudden. Yeah. To then fully just crying about your mom dying. I mean, I'm all for a good mental breakdown. Like, if you have to have it, have it. Whatever it takes, cry, scream it out, throw shit, punch somebody. I don't care. But, like... It seemed crazy. Well, she is crazy. Like, what the fuck do you expect? Do you don't think there was a little acting going on there? Oh, I mean, of course it's acting. (laughs) Like, it was a lot. Yeah, but, like, I, I would totally get... She was like, you know, all my mom's, my deceased mother's things were dropped off to me today. And it was very sad and triggering and now I'm here and I'm screaming across the table to Sutton like nobody cares about Sutton all she does is just start shit she's just a bland ass bitch get rid of her um also did you live for Diana's allegedly gay husband singing again like are we gonna see him sing every episode I think that he's like this is my big (laughs) debut like this is my singing debut is a show I love it's like Ashter or whatever his name is doesn't he didn't. He likes to sing when he thinks he's home alone. I'm like, he did not think he was home alone. He was living for the camera. There's a full yeah. film crew here. There's. He's not alone. He knows he's not alone. Like, there's no way that he would think that he was alone. He is a mess. But also, Melissa Etheridge coming out of nowhere. That was chaotic. And 
I live. To, a little come to my window. And I love how Sutton is like, oh my god, I'm her biggest fan. I love that Kathy Hilton said, who is that? Yeah, oh, she had no idea who it was. And she's like, was she hiding under there the whole time? <laughs> like, I love how it's just like... She... She never has any idea what's going on. It's so funny. No idea, but also the fact that she was on Watch What Happens Live that night. And did you see? Yeah. Her mistaking Lizzo for Precious. <sighs> She went on Instagram and said that it's because of her bad eyesight. I don't know. You know. Is it giving that? She never has a fucking clue as to what's going on. So, like, I really don't think you can fault her. She has no idea who people are that she's met a hundred times are. Like, she has no idea the situations that she's put in. Like, she kind of just, like, floats out in the universe. So, like. I truly can't tell if it's an act or if it's just her literally just fully not there, not present. I mean, like, number one, she is older, you yes. know, and she has bad eyesight. <laughs> the eyesight's bad. She has made it very clear that she never has a fucking clue what's going on with anything. But you know what? I kind of love a girl like that. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, lobotomies are in. And I think that a lobotomy doesn't sound that bad. You know, I really don't fault her for it because I just know that she's Kathy Hilton. I mean, like, she is... Miss Hilton. She so is like, Miss Hilton. So we'll, I guess we're going to let this slide. slide, but like. What is, what do the people say on the internet? They're throwing out some allegations saying that she's fully racist. Oh God. Kathy. Uh, you know, I just, I want, I'm like, I just want to speed it up to the Aspen trip. Like, I want to know what did she say? Did she say fag? Did she, like, I want to know. I mean, I think so. I mean, what else could this fight be about? I, I mean, I can't wait to see, but I would think that's what the fight was all about. Well, also in the like the housewife world, do we believe that Melissa did cheat on Joe Gorga from New Jersey? Uh, I don't know. That's what they're saying. Why they didn't attend the wedding is because they're everyone's saying Teresa brought this rumor up, or someone, or her friend brought it up, and that was the finale of New Jersey's new season that hasn't aired yet. And I just don't, I'm like, do we really think that they've made it, they have like, they did a podcast and they were saying like, we're going to cut Toxic out and we've made this big decision. And then of course, right after Melissa's like, we did not say we're leaving the show. I'm like, no one thought you're going to leave the show. You need that check girlfriend. You will never leave that show. You will, they will have to literally (laughs) drag you you out. Yeah. There is no way you're going down, but I just don't believe she's cheating on Joe. I don't know. I feel like. Last season, it was last season, right? When they kind of just, like, put into perspective their marriage ideas and the struggles that they were going through. And Joe categorized her more as, like, a housewife, like an actual housewife, one that, like, takes care of the kids and cooks and cleans and doesn't have a job. And she'd much rather be independent and, you know, own businesses and go out and do things and have a life. And he didn't like that. So, you know... Who's to say she didn't find a man that's okay with the way that she lives her life? Because I'm sure Joe is still on this whole, like, I want you to stay home and take care of these kids and have a hot meal Those ready for me. kids are, like, so old now. I know, but, like, that's how he thinks. You heard him. Yeah, no, he's very old school Italian. He's an old Italian man, like, in his mind. I mean, are they the hottest couple on Real Housewives as a whole? Yes. Yeah, they are. But, like, it's so crazy to me, like, the marriage beliefs that Joe has and the fact that Melissa signed up for that decades ago when they got together and now it's just becoming an issue. And you know that I don't believe men under 5'8 should have rights. (laughs) 
except for Joe Gorga. I was like, don't attack Joe Gorga like no, that. No, only Joe Gorga. But everyone else, they shouldn't. 100%. I don't. They shouldn't have a voice. They shouldn't be allowed to vote. They shouldn't have rights. And I'm going to stand by that. No, they shouldn't be allowed to do anything. Nothing. They should. They should be in the home, cleaning, cooking. cooking. Providing, providing, rubbing home, feet. Yes, that's what they should be doing. Um, and I'm going to stand by that for the rest of my life. I, I think we should stand by that. So what else do we have? Garrett, you tell me. This is your This is my tea. go-to? Yes. All right, well, the other thing is, I told you about this earlier, the OnlyFans model that was arrested recently and charged for murdering her boyfriend. So Courtney Clenny, a.k.a. Courtney Taylor online, she was. She has admitted to killing her live-in boyfriend, Christian. She admitted uh, to it. Yeah, she admitted to it. Christian Umbumselli. I'm saying that wrong. Um, on April third, but claims she threw a knife from ten feet away. Okay. Oh, okay. While defending herself from his violence, but he was ten feet away. Okay. Was it an axe or a knife or a hatchet or I, I a chainsaw? I'm assuming it just says knife, so I'm assuming that it was just a knife. Wow. I don't know how you kill someone from 10 feet away with a knife. Good for her. And they said there was, like, a lot of blood. Um, I don't understand how she's in Hawaii right now. She's in the Hawaii court. She's agreeing to be sent back to Florida. All roads lead back to Florida. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then they, there was a clip of her, like, a month ago, like, beating him up in an elevator. Oh, my God. You know... Uh, don't fight with your boyfriend in elevators. I think we learned that from that football player. I don't even know his name, but that, I do know he beat his his girlfriend's ass in an elevator. Yeah, and we all learned from Beyonce and Solange and Jay-Z, we don't fight in elevators. <laughs> don't you remember that? Yeah. You know what? The I OG just, elevator fighter. I think it's really crazy how it's always, like portrayed as the man beating up the woman but like i know so many toxic relationships where it's the girl beating up the guy yeah and the guy just takes it because like again a guy swings he hits she calls the police he's going to be the first one taken away in handcuffs and charges press so they kind of just sit back and take it i know a lot of girls that love to drink and love to hit on guys i used to be one of them (laughs) i have seen it um i have since matured but um Growth. Growth. Um, you know, I think this is just another case of putting into light that you can be in a toxic relationship and a domestic abuse situation and the woman be the abuser and not the man. So, I mean, I don't know their situation. I haven't been following up on this. I don't know who this girl is or this guy is. Cute girl and a great looking guy, but like. Yeah, but like it just shows like the woman can be the abuser and it happens. Now I wonder will OnlyFans like close her account? Because like people should I mean, not subscribe should. to that. Like that I want to look into because that's horrible. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. All right. Well, more than that, um, I'm going to break down, of course. I have to give the girls a little Batra and Brittany update. I can't wait. And I need to ask you though this. If you were not married and you're single and you apply to be the bachelorette, but you're going to do a season with another girl as well. So it's going to be two of you. Yeah. You guys now have gone through a majority. You're halfway through. And now you guys have your own little group. So you guys are still doing this journey together, but you have your own group of men. They cannot talk to the other girl. Yours go on your own group dates. Like it's really just the rose ceremony where they all get to see each other. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on with Rachel and Gabby this season. And this recent episode, 
Rachel has her, she's getting ready for her group date. And this poor girl, Rachel, every day she gets dogged. Every day there is some new guy saying, I want to leave you. I don't want to be here. Like this girl cannot catch a break. And I just want her, she can't mentally handle this. And I need like them to just at least like get her through. Step just get in. her through. They should just step in and say, listen, guys, here's a hundred bucks. Be nice to Rachel. Just for at least two episodes, <laughs> just so we can get through like something. So she is getting ready for the group date. And of course comes a knock. And you know, when a man knocks on the room, well, mind you, they're on the Virgin cruise ship still. They're they still won't, on the cruise ship. They won't get off this fucking cruise. I'm so tired of it. It feels like an infomercial for cruise ships. And I still don't like, at first when I saw it, I was like, I want to go on a cruise. I don't, the last thing I want to do is would be on a fucking boat after watching these people. <laughs> I'm done with the fucking cruise ship. But she's getting ready for the group date. She is, and then she hears the knock on the door, and it's this one guy. He looks goofy as shit, and he literally sits her down. He's like, I cannot go on today's group date because I saw uh, Gabby at the rose ceremony, and I still just have that connection there for her. And then Rachel's like, okay, um, thank you for coming to talk to me. And then he leaves the room and they're like, okay, like they don't know like where he's going to go. Of course he's going to go talk to Gabby, but Rachel goes first. So Rachel goes down to Gabby. She's like, Hey, this just came to me. I don't know what to do. I'm like freaking out. Um, he wants to like talk to you and like be that. And she's like, well, I would never do that. Like if that hurt you. And of course, like this girl has been hurt every episode. She's down bad. (laughs) We cannot do this. And I was like, Gabby, be a girl's girl. Well, Gabby says, come on over to this little pod. You can come to this, the end of the ship and join my group. Her men are pissed off. I'm like, that is not being like a girl's girl. And mind you, you're halfway through hometowns in, in two weeks. Why are you now going to join this one guy just because he wants to come over now? I'm pissed. I'm livid over it. Um, so they're looking for love. Like, what do you expect? It's kind of a competition. Them competing, looking for love, I guess. Like, I don't know. But how would you handle this? How would you, like, would you lose your mind? If you, would you just be walk off and be done? Would you get off this damn port and get the fuck home? Um, so again, I have not watched a single Bachelorette episode and I've really refused to, but just from scrolling on TikTok, like people are like dogging this girl, Rachel. And like, I can tell like from you talking about the bachelorette i see her how all the guys love gabby and then there's like overlooking rachel people post about on tiktok and i'm like i really feel bad for this girl because i can only imagine what this is doing to her self-confidence and at some point you just have to say like you know what i gave it my all i went on national television i got dragged dragged. (laughs) every single time a guy like tells her like i'm out i'm like She's done. Yeah, She's like, done. She has to go home. Like, you have to go home. You have to be honest. But what I'm they shocked They probably signed a contract, and she can't leave, and she's kind of like... She can't get off the fucking virgin show. Yeah, she's probably like, you know, I want to give up. Like, obviously, I'm not going to find what I want here, um, but I signed this contract, and I'm She still obligated. has, like, seven really good-looking guys that are, like, pretending to at least be intrigued by her. I hope that they, like, at least pay these guys, and they're like, please just give it your all. We know that she is not the one that's wanted here, but you and know, the thing just, is, she's so like she's so beautiful, but she is such a trauma red flag that like she just is so insecure, and she tells these men this. So all she's the time. very insecure. That's her problem. She fully tells the men every day. Every time there's a group date or a date, she's like, "I'm so insecure," and I'm like, "Don't say that." Exactly. That's the thing. I'm like, 
the re- the thing is she lets them like she's still like literally being like pick me where I'm like girl you're the one choosing you oh need to God. let these men like be a boss and be like get off this damn ship I know so many girls that go on dates and the first thing that they do is they like list their insecurities to guys why and then they're like why won't they call me back why won't they text me back why don't they like me because and you like, showed all your cards of crazy now hold on <laughs> I will say this being on a date I like to show off a little bit of crazy because then it's like, if you address that you're crazy, in two months you cannot be called crazy. Yeah, like because I told you it was gonna come. I let you know. Yeah, I love a little razzle dazzle. Yeah, like I'm unhinged, but you'll not you're not gonna have fun anywhere else. Yeah, not this level. <laughs> not this kind of fun. Yeah, not this kind of fun. You don't know. I get bored, but that's what's going on with the Bachelorette. She, Gabby's not being a girl's girl, and Rachel just needs to find love, and I'm looking out for her. You know, what? I hope Rachel finds love, but like it's looking like it's a slim chance and. And how so it's not looking good. good for her. And a little Britney update. What? The trash that- man, Mr. Federline himself. I saw this. Trash. This man fully posted three videos of Britney thinking that and he like made a comment being like the truth is gonna come out and everyone will see and all this. And I'm like, all she did was parent them. Like, it's not that bad. Like, there's she doesn't say anything that a normal mom to teen boys would say. Like, she didn't be like, I fucking hate you. I'm going to hate you across the face. She was like, oh, you won't put lotion on your face. Your face is so dry. Oh, you're not wearing shoes in a public place. Like, No, which, the one that I saw was her in the front seat of a car. I'm guessing the kid was in the back. So I saw the other, the other ones. But yeah. the one that stood out to me was her in the front seat of the car. Telling one of her sons, like, you're so weird because your hormones are all over the place because you're hitting puberty or something like that. And this is why you're acting the way that you're acting. And, like, kids that are hitting puberty are already in such a weird place mentally because they're, like, trying to figure out who they are and, like, their friendships and their sexuality maybe. And then you have Miss Britney Spears herself telling her that her son is weird because of his hormones. Like, that's fucked up. That wasn't great, but I, I did see, like, I kind of see where her side was, like, she doesn't know how to, like, to talk to them, and I will say this, though, the way that they were talking back to her, like, of course, they're just bad, spoiled, rich kids. Yeah. But another thing you have to think of, since they were, like, three to this age, just since last November, they have seen her, their mom, be treated like a child, and literally be treated like she a fucking no kid, and, and no rights, and, like, all of this. So they probably think it's okay to talk and treat her just like the way that Everybody their grandfather does. Every the managers do. Everyone does. So yeah. I think that's a lot. But I also am like, what is that? What is Kevin getting out of this? Because it backfired. Everyone was on Britney's side being like, I wish my mom didn't. <laughs> was This was the roughest she ever got. Or this is ha- like how she'd parent me. Like, are you kidding me? I don't know. I thought it was like a little extreme and it was really cringy. See, I'm so opposite. Well, mind you, she can't do no wrong. She could have slapped that kid in the face and I would have been like, good for her. Garrett. No, <laughs> we do not condone hitting kids. <laughs> no, other people. But whatever Britney does, she's fine. Like, I'm. There, oh she will God. do no wrong in my eyes. And this is the thing. It's like all of the Britney fans like you are the ones sticking up for her. And like, this is parenting. We ride it on every day. But it's parenting, so it's like what... She didn't literally kick him out of the home. She he can't. She can't. They don't live with him. Or her. Yeah, but like, what was the worst of the parenting? You don't think we have two teens? Talking to them unhinged, like, 
she lost it. She lost it on these, like, teenage kids that are already going through a lot. I mean, I can only imagine what they're going through. They're, like, in the public eye. Everybody knows who they are. They know their dad, their mom. They know everything that's going on with their mom and the media. And, like, she's yelling at them the way that she yells at them and talks to them the way that she talks to them. I think it's completely unhinged and completely unnecessary, but that's just my opinion. See, I'm going to beg to differ. I'm going to say I think it really was just a mom parenting teen boys. And also just literally the fact is like, you did think though, if what, what, but what is Kevin's motive out of this one? Why were they? Well, you he know, says he's, he has King messy. So King messy, but he says he has multiple more videos. There's tons of it. He's gonna so, them. But here's the thing. Are, was he instructing the kids to do this? Cause that's weird. Like, that's like, what are you putting in their ear as well to do that kind of behavior? Yeah. That's like parent alienation and all that. The whole thing's weird, but also, what are you, what are you gaining? What are you trying to get here? You know, I have no idea, but I do think that the way that she acted was a little off the wall. Well, we will <laughs> never see eye to eye when it comes <laughs> to Miss Spears. We obviously won't. I just want her to just fucking promote this single and get through, but that's all I have for Hot Topics this week, and... I'm going to continue to let you girls never get away from it, (laughs) (laughs) whether you like it or not. So you can either skip over the Britney part or keep up to date. This week, I thought it'd be fun to talk about dating because we love a good messy dating story. Messy dating is my my life. So I found this cool little quote. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me the quote. Study shows dating opportunities for men are decreasing as more healthy relationship standards arise. Men are reportedly at their loneliest romantically <laughs> as potential partners are not settling for the same dating standards from the 1900s. Apparently, <laughs> men today outnumber women on dating sites and have become the largest growing group of long-term single people in the last 30 years. Ages 25 to 54 are the fastest growing group of long-term single people since 1990. And Garrett's only laughing because I can't read and I couldn't pronounce lonely and lonely as to save my life. That too, but also the 1900s, it's 1990s. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the 1900s? Listen, I'm not here to read novels to people. I don't know what the fuck you want. <laughs> okay, sorry. A little interruption. I couldn't get myself together on that one. So I've said before... I never signed up for one of these dating apps. So, like, I don't know the struggle of online dating or, like, meeting people on the internet. But, like, Garrett knows all about it. I know all about the dating apps. But <laughs> supposedly this is coming from, like, straight men. Is this targeted oh. to straight men, not the gays? I the gays, men. The gays are not in relationships. And if they are in relationships, they also are still looking. Nothing makes me more sick than a straight man. The same. They're also, nothing makes me more sick than, though, a gay man that's fully in marriage or relationship. And it'll be like, we've been together five years. We're looking. I hate partners looking. We're looking together. We play together. We play without each other. I'm like, please stop. Please. Enough. Oh, God. I mean, like, I just feel so bad for the people that are in the dating pool, a.k.a. you and the majority of my friends, because, like, it really is slim pickings out here. And, like, the people out here are nuts. Nuts. Crazy. Unhinged. Chaotic. Uh, But you know what? Well, you know what the good thing for you is? Is, like, you're at the age where, like, a lot of young people got married early, which in your case, they probably got married to a woman. Yes. (laughs) And they're going to get divorced soon because they realize they don't like women or... (laughs) 
Very true. So I feel like you're at a great point in your life. And I feel like around 30s, this happens. You see a lot of couples that were together from middle school, high school, or like early college days. Honey, I have a few more years before 30. Don't try and throw that on me. Well, like, I'm saying like you still have time. Like there's still a chance. There's still a chance. <laughs> um, Like I've said before, I either just want to get married right away. Like uh-huh. meet a guy and get married within the same week. I love that. Very chaotic. Very toxic. Very. It what? will never happen, but go ahead. Don't. Hey, we don't know. I'm secreted. I'm putting it out in the universe. And I believe just like Kim Zolciak taught me years ago, ask, believe, receive. receive 100%. I have it tattooed on my body and I will always <laughs> ask and I'm going to believe and I will receive. I mean, I really love that. I believe, though, dating is what you make it. You can make dating anything. You can go out and be unhinged, or you can go out and, like, really... If you're trying too hard to, like, get into a relationship, yeah, you're going to struggle because you're being crazy. Yeah. But, like, there's nothing more that I love than meeting a new guy and, like, just being whoever you want to be, which is probably not the most, like, That's why healthiest thing. Yeah. But I you, live. You play the different personality card, and they think that you're fucking nuts. And, but it's good to just let it out the right from the gate. Like I always say, let people know that you're crazy, <laughs> and then you can't be called crazy later on. But I just also believe, like, you get to know someone new. You don't have, like, the... I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, like... Yeah, I guess you just get to do whatever you want. It's fun to, like, learn someone new, and they're not, like, a part of your world. Yeah. And, like... If it works, it works. I don't like to share, like, my day, like, the ins and outs of, like, who I'm talking to. Because, like, yeah, I, I get the ick so fucking quickly by people that I'm like, uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, thank you. Not today, not on next Tuesday, not on Sunday, even because I'm a Christian. I'm not even Christian. I just like to say that. So I feel like the big part of, like, my single female friends problem is, is number one... They meet somebody and they just put on the table all their insecurities and the guy like picks it up right away and they just run. Show your cards right away. Oh yeah. But too many. That, don't fold the don't put the whole deck you put out. Put the whole deck out there. Or number two, they seem very desperate and they kind of just throw it out there how desperate they are on the first date to meet somebody and to like get a life started. And that's because like the single friends I'm talking about are probably in their 30s. And, like, you know, at this point, they're probably, like, kind of panicking. Like, am I going to meet somebody? Am I going to settle down? I want to have a family. My time is ticking. Like, what do I do here? So, therefore, every date that they do go on, they just, like... It has to be the one. It has to be it the one. It can't be the one. Like, all signs are pointing that this is the one, and it's not the one. It's not the one. I'm going to tell you that. Not the one. It's never going to be the one. That or they just go for guys that they have to try to mold and what into what they like and, and that works all the time <laughs> you know that is honestly one of the best things i think i i promote you people to try that like because i'm gonna tell you how it ends I i've seen this so story many girls that are like i don't want to date a guy that has kids i don't want to date a guy that makes under x amount of dollars a year i don't want to date a guy that's under five eight and then they're like i met this guy that's five six he is a teacher he makes like 40 grand a year and he has two kids from a previ- previous marriage and i'm like Hold on, just give me a fucking second because you told me you didn't want any of that. <laughs> this is everything you <laughs> like, told me you don't want. Here you are just trying to, like, mold this guy into what you want because, like, you found one that's going to, like, 
stay hooked on your line for a minute. So you're just trying to make it work. To me, like, don't that do that. That sounds exhausting. And it don't, sounds it's never tiring. Gonna work. It's not going to work. It sounds tiring, and I just would want to jump. Yeah. Like, I feel Ugh. like this day and age, the, the whole toxic dating scene is just too much. And, I, I mean, thank God, you know, I found my Turkish and Italian Prince Charming if it doesn't work out, I'm never fucking dating again. I can tell you that much because I like, could see you never. No, it's not going to work for you. I'm going to be just like my mother. My mother and my father got divorced, and my mother is like never dated really that I know of since leaving my father. Yeah. And I can see myself being the exact same way, being like, I'm Miss Independent. I don't need a fucking man. Do you believe in going back to an ex? Oh my god, absolutely fucking not, no. If it's it's dead for a reason. I, like, think in my head, or somebody tells me a story about, like, one of my exes, and I'm like, it kind of just get, gets my mind going, I, I don't know, just think about them, and I'm like, I'm gonna be fucking sick. I, they make me sick. I could never imagine. What about the girls that just, like, go back just, like, to hook up? Because it's just, Ew. like, they don't want a new person. I'm like, I don't understand that. I could never. I, I have, I'm not in the slightest way attracted to any of my exes. Like, there's a reason that they're an ex. I will forever quote that my Cyrus once said, like, I don't like fucking dead dudes. So when it's, when the relationship's dead, I move the fuck on. I like that. And I like that type of mentality because it's true. Don't, why would you go back to something that's fucking dead? It's Ew, over. Let I it be done. I could never imagine doing that. Like, I feel like that would be a, a huge blow to my self-confidence. Me going back to an ex-boyfriend just to see if it would number one work or number two just for a random hookup. Like, ew, dude. Well, because it's like, I think what people think is, oh, well, it's not like a new body under your account. Oh, God. But I'm like... Is it worth it? When I've had, like, ex-boyfriends, like, reach out to see if we can, like, rekindle something, I'm like, what happened? Like, what happened that you thought that this would be would be a good idea, that I would respond positively to this? On like, Thursday night at 9 p.m., what what are you going through right oh now? My God, I had one that would just, like, would not leave me the fuck alone. I had to block his phone number because he was like, what if we could try this again and make this work? And I'm like... What if we don't? Why in the hell would you ever think we could make this work? Like... Have I ever give you the slightest inkling that I would want to try this over again? Like, this is embarrassing on your behalf. Like, I would... <laughs> How dare what you? What I'm going to do just for your sake is block your phone number and act like this never happened because this is embarrassing on your behalf. Now, I have a question, too, for is do you think, like, when the girls are sharing too much information about the guys they're seeing? Because this is what I don't like. And mind, I do this to you sometimes. And I will share, like if I went on a date or if I'm talking to someone or da 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 and then like it ends so it's like one now it's every other fucking week you have a new person or two it's like you're overly sharing so then like think about the girls that like share all the bad things this is why I say to be really careful about sharing one who you share it to because like not everyone's in your corner girl yeah and then two if you share so much then that, like, how do you ever expect those people to, like, they're not going to look at the person the same? This is, I don't know. Every girl loves to share when they meet somebody because they're just, like, so excited. They want to, like, you know, have their friends on board with this person. I know a few instances where they've been dating somebody that they're, like, trying to make it work and that they're, like, telling me all the wrong things about somebody. And it's, like, coming out like they don't like them, but, like, they're trying to, again, mold them into the person that they want. So, therefore, they're giving me all this information the things that they don't like. like Or they're selling. They're yeah, trying to they're sell, trying to sell you it, their but friends and their family. they're also trying to sell it to themselves, too, yeah. to make sure it's what they want. And it's like, girl, do you want me to like them or not like them? Because 
I'm not really sure what's going on here. I'm not what's going on, but when I have a friend that's trying to sell their significant other that they're talking to or, like, just start dating, I'm like, well, hon, you went to the store and picked them up. Like, you were, you yeah. you made that purchase. You're the one that has to, like, live with it or live without it. Yeah, I'm, I don't have to return it. I'm yeah. fine. You deal with it. Yeah. Don't, like, I hate when people sell things to, like, that. Like, it's like, I don't need to be sold on someone. If it's what you're buying into, then great. If not. Yeah. Good luck. And I get meeting somebody and, like, wanting to talk all about the person. Like, I get that. You're happy. You're excited. Like, this is something that you really wanted and you found it. But, like, at a certain point, like... Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. And I feel like when I met my husband, I literally talked to all my friends about him. And I was that annoying girl that was like, oh, my God, we have such great conversation. We have such great sex. And um, we have a so little much bit, fun I together. Think. And, like, we do this together and that together and blah, 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 blah. And then every time we had a fight, I'm like, let me call my friends and tell them all about the fight. Like, I'll never forget your husband calling me during one of your biggest first fights. This is... I don't know if I ever tell you about this. I don't know. It was when you got... I don't think you guys were even living together yet. This was... And you guys moved in pretty, pretty quickly. So this was, like, Very in that span of, like, maybe a month and a half. Yeah, um, I wasn't playing games. I'm like, listen, if you want to be together, you're going to live in the same house as me. Yeah, um, me. If not, then I don't know what we're going to do here because... You, you live over here, and I live in the country club community. I need you to either be a part of it or out. Yeah, like, I made it very clear what I wanted from the job. But I'll never forget, he called me, and he was like... I don't know what to do. Like, sh- like we're fighting about this, and I said these things. And mind you, you already gave me a rundown probably 20 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw his number call me, I was like, okay, like, I like this guy, but I don't know him that well. And he was like, and I, that moment, I remember being like, okay, well, these are the things you said. You s- knew all these things going into it, so I don't want to hear you ever fucking say these things again uh-huh. because you sound like an idiot. Um and then I was like, this is what you need to do. And also you need to understand because you're manic as shit sometimes. And you Me? Can- a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you're going to have to, one, give her like at least an hour just to fucking cool off. Yeah. Because she's fucking pissed. Doesn't matter what you do right now. And then um, I just remember then like later that night being like, hey, did that. Everything's good now. Like, are you guys, will you be coming over? I think later like that next day or something, I was like. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, my husband and I went through, I was just talking to him last night about how we went through a toxic stage. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what totally toxic forgot stage? It. Like, okay, well, you must have amnesia. But, like, okay, we used to go out and drink and yell at each other all night long for, like, absolutely no reason. And wake up the next day and be like, what were we yelling about? What was the fight about? Do you remember? Like, do you remember? Like, I don't remember, but I do know that we fell. I fell asleep crying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've said it before. Um, my husband and I met when I was a dancer and he was a bouncer at a strip club. And I think our biggest fight and what led us to our most toxic fights was that he wanted me to quit dancing so bad because he wanted to like start a future with me. And the fact that I was working at a strip club still, he just like was not having it. And I, at the time I didn't understand because like I had boyfriends in the past that had no problem with me dancing, but I never like saw a long-term future with them. So he would just always bring it up when we were drinking or he would just bring it up and it would piss me off and we would get into these huge fights. And, um, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say I co-sign for girls stopping dancing for any guy, Mm -hmm. but I will say if you see a serious future with somebody and this is the one thing that's like stopping them from taking it to the next level, I think that it is a good idea to 
quit dancing. Quitting or dancing is just not like it's not a long term plan, regardless. And I did it for a long time. So, like, you know, I was at the end of my rope mentally and physically, and I wanted to quit anyways. So, basically, I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit. And I remember he was he was very against adamant. Uh, very <laughs> adamant. And I remember one time when he brought it up to me, I was like, you, you, that's where you met her. So, it's not like yeah. you're not surprised here. And that would always be my fight. It's like, that's where you met me. And, like, now you want to bring up these fights revolving around me going to work, a.k.a. dancing. But, like, I really didn't understand what the big deal was, but, like, <clears throat> it really did put a damper on our, on our whole relationship because me going to work put me in such a bad mood and a bad place mentally, and, like, it took me days to get out of, like, the mental funk from dancing. And, like, it would project on our relationship, and I think that it was a great idea that I did stop dancing basically for him. Yeah. I wanted to stop dancing for myself regardless. And I always told myself like, I need to have some kind of end game, which I never did. Like I literally just quit cold Turkey, but, um, <clears throat> you know, again, I do not condone a girl's quitting for any guy. So you're telling when go and like, when you start first dating someone, if see where it goes over, first. See where yeah. you're leading. Don't just go on a first date. Go on a first date with a guy, and the guy be like, "Listen, you're not going to continue to work there to go on our second date. Like, fuck him. Like, yeah. who is he to tell you what to do? How you're going to make your money? If you, you know, see a future with somebody, you know, a few dates in, or a few months in, or a few years in, and they say, "Listen, for me to take this to the next level, I want you to stop dancing. Then quit dancing. Dancing is not a long-term type thing anyways. So, like, you got to find your exit, exit strategy. I mean, like, sometimes it happens a lot sooner than you want it to, but, you know, I quit dancing, and our relationship just got, like, a hundred times better from there. So, yeah, I really, don't regret it. No, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets ever. Um, you know what's something funny, too? I meant to tell you about this. The other day, which just popped in my head, is I was overhearing all these straight guys literally talking about, like, dating, talking to girls, and them being like, oh, I wouldn't, like, that That stuff's just between me and my girl. And I, like, started laughing. And they're like, oh, what? And I'm like, I want you to know that anything that a man that you think you, you're your biggest secrets, your biggest insecurity, how big your dick is, like every single thing. <laughs> the way that your breath smells. smells <laughs> the weird shit you do, the weird, your weird trauma. Like your, your mom didn't love you at five. Like you didn't get hugged enough by your dad. Like that is your, her best friend knows. A hundred percent. If her gay best friend, her best friend, her girls, and somebody, every, knows. somebody knows. Her mother knows. The mother, her grandmother, her the, the fam, everyone is. The, everyone knows. Everybody knows. And I think it's so funny because they were like hearing just straight men talk about that kind of shit. Like it's so funny to hear like their perspective and what they really think is going on. Uh huh. And then compare because I will say like when I have a friend that was like, I don't like want to like just like sleep with this guy yet. Like I'm so insecure about my body and da da da. And I was like. You do know that men don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't fucking care. The littlest things that you are <laughs> paying attention to and you care about, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Guess what they like? They like a warm hole and, and a place it. to stick it in. And that's it. That's it. They're not thinking anything else. No. And that's why I'm always like, when girls are like, I can't believe that he cheated on me with this girl. Like, look at her picture. And I'm like... The, why are you showing me a picture? Like, guys will literally fuck a McChicken if you let them. <laughs> yes. Like, have you ever seen American Pie? That guy literally stuck his dick in a pie. Like, 
why are we why are we surprised here? I'm never shocked. I'm always, <laughs> shocked. I, I'm never I'm never gonna be shocked. Like, actually, she or he left me for her. Can you believe it? Well, does, how many holes does she have? <laughs> <laughs> how many? And is she willing? A lot of men, and they just get bored. And that's that's a problem with the, like the gay dating world is they literally they'll be with a partner for like years and then be like, oh no, we're open. Like I had this guy that you know that when it was years ago, he was dating this guy for a while. He was actually in like the military and his like husband or a fiance was like stationed somewhere far. Mm-hmm. And I was at a DC club and he of course there, which this is how I knew one of my girlfriends was not a real girlfriend because I was like, why would you fucking tell him that I was here? Like, that's weird. Like the whole thing was weird. I was like, I don't trust this bitch, but this guy comes, we go to his house afterwards and I'll never forget. Like we're all just like drinking his like town home in um, DC. And like, he like was like, I think I said something like, where's the bathroom? And like, after I come to the bathroom, he's there and he's like, like come to my room. And I was like, you have a fiance. And he's like, no, it doesn't matter. Like this, like we do this. And I was like, you're fucking trash. Like, let me tell you what I never care to ever do is fuck someone that is in an open relationship. Fucking why? Like I've gone on a date with a guy and then literally then whether the next day or it was another day, literally fully was like, Hey, like I want to see you again. Are you available? Like next like tomorrow night. And I was like, Oh, I'm not, but I'm available the next night. And he was like, Oh, well no, my boyfriend gets back. And I was like, Uh, excuse me, your boyfriend. But you didn't want to sh- you didn't want to tell that information a little bit before. Oh god! And I was like, you know what? You men are fucking trash. So I don't know. Oh god! It happens a lot. I I have been on a date before where I I try to be as upfront and as blunt as I possibly can to just lay down the wall that I don't play fucking games no. and I'm not here for the mental games or the drama. And I remember asking a guy straight up, "Do you have a girlfriend?" And he oh, was I like, ask. yeah. And I'm like, so what we're we? on this date because of for what? what? Like, why are we here? And he was like, oh, no, she knows. I'm like, call her right now. I Go ahead. That. Call her I right now. It. I'm leaving. And he, like, refused to call her. He said that, like, you know, that's not how it works in their relationship. And, yeah, because she doesn't know. Hush, hush. And, like, she knows that he was on a date, but... He much rather not bring it up because it could start arguments down the road and that they don't like let each other in on like personal things like that, like dating. That sounds healthy. And like, like, you know, where they went on a date and like how the date went, but they do tell each other that they went on dates. And I'm like, I have heard a lot of bullshit in my, in my <laughs> life, but this is by far the dumbest, the dumbest. And you must think that I am fucking dumb. So. I just, I will never get it. I don't understand. I, I could never do an open relationship. And then Ugh. I will ask a guy when I'm like first date, I'm like, are you talking to somebody else? Like, are you like, is there someone I'm like, pretty much. I'm like, is there a little gay boy that <laughs> thinks that he is months away from you. a ring? Cause I need to know that because I don't care. I've had another guy message me being like, I know you saw my boyfriend and like whatever he told you isn't true and I'm not okay with this. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you're okay with this. Cause I don't care. Like now that I know I'm good, thank you. Like be happy, but Ugh. you should get out. Cause it doesn't sound great for you. Uh, it's I, insane. I dated this guy one time that, you know, he was lived in a city and then had the houses in this city and then this city and blah, blah, blah. Like, 
I could have told you from the jump he had a girlfriend in a different city. And I would always ask him, do you have a girlfriend? Are you dating somebody else in a different city? Does it have to be this city? But in a different city, are you dating somebody else? And he's like, no, no, no. One day I get on Instagram and I have like a, a message request from a girl and I click on it and it's like, it's like a very, a verified profile. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, this is before I started with like TikTok or anything, obviously, because I've been with my husband since I started yeah. TikTok. <laughs> so like, there's like a check mark next to her name and I open it and she's like, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah's girlfriend. Um, I went through his phone and I saw that you guys were like chatting I live in blah, blah, blah. And this girl, like, won an award for, like, Miss Alabama or Miss Louisiana. I don't fucking know. But she was, like, one of those pageant Pageant girls. girls. And, like, she was, like, real big on social media. And I'm, like... (laughs) So I call him, of course. And I'm, like, so you had a girlfriend. He's, like, she's not my girlfriend. She's fucking crazy. I'm, like, listen... (laughs) So am I. So but am on. I. And this is where it ends. <laughs> so a Reva Dirty motherfucker. Like, you know, why in the fuck? And then I remember thinking, like, you know, this girl, like, has it all. Like, she, I don't know. She, like, is Miss whatever. She's a pageant girl. She probably comes from a very nice family with a very nice background. And he's with Little Miss Me, white trash. Like, What's happening? Trying to play husband. Yeah. But little Miss Me White Trash. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's happening here? Whenever I asked him, I was like, you know what? I never need closure, but I just need to know because this is just funny to me. Like, it's not that I need to know what's going on here, but like, it would just humor me to know. Like, why would you pick me over her? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. You're just like... A real down-ass bitch. Yeah, like, you're such a, like, a real girl, like, doesn't care what people think, and, like, she's just so materialistic and, like, so insecure and, like, <sighs> wants me to buy her all these, like, crazy things, and, you know, I'm like, uh, you were buying her things? Yeah, wait, I wasn't getting gifts. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold the you know, fuck up. gifts were an option. Yeah, I didn't know, where, where, where do I ask for that? Okay, so I was bamboozled, and I don't like that. I <laughs> no. don't fucking play that Hold on, now game. that we're thinking about this, it's like, well, f- hold on. You gave her gifts, and you didn't get, okay, it's, you have to go now. Now I'm going to fire you. <laughs> Speaking of gifts. What? We need, I just need to do a little follow-up. So, last episode, I messaged that guy on Snapchat. What happened? Messaged me back. He was like, hey, I definitely cannot talk. My wife is like, we have worked things out. We, I don't do that like lifestyle anymore. And so I never responded because I was like, okay, I just wanted to see. Like I just was poking my head in. Two nights ago, it's like 3 a.m., literally get a snap. You up? No, I'm not up. <laughs> I, I, I was up because I opened it, I but I'm not typed, up. No, I'm not up. <laughs> I'm, to let him know that I'm not playing this fucking I, shit anymore. I'm like, sir, this was just a spirit, like an experiment. That's nothing more. Like, yeah. it was all it was. But I just want to give a little quick follow-up for the girlies if they were wondering. Oh, my God. So I think this is a good time for us to go down the rabbit Reddit hole because... We love it. We love, we love going down. What, when you know the, the gays and little circuit girls that say, like, they're going down the K-hole? <laughs> Do you know what that means? Like, I think it's like ketamine. Yes. You've never done ketamine? Never. What is it? Can you explain it to me? It's a horse tranquilizer. So, okay. The gays love ketamine, I hear. Why? I don't. The gays love everything. Like, you know, like, the gays. It's not like a party drug. So, first and foremost, let me just tell you about this. I never, like, I was never introduced to, like, coke Mm. for a very long time. Well, not really long time. I was probably, like, 17. So, hold on. But, like, 
around the people like you have to think i started partying at a very young age though so like it's kind of crazy that that didn't come into play but you always know the girls that are doing coke they they go upstairs to the bathroom and like the cool girls get invited the the girls don't i wasn't getting invited to the bathroom or if i was i didn't understand why everyone was going to the bathroom i was like no i don't have to pee i'm fine yeah like no come to the bathroom like no 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 i just pee but i'm good thank you so much but like in the first time i went on this date with this guy i was crazy met him off tinder went to his home and he literally, I go into his bedroom and I see this like full, like little fold table up and there was a full pile. Like, I'm not talking like a little pile. I'm not talking like a little bit. I'm talking like, it looked like a pound of sugar that I was like, hmm, what are you doing with that? Like the pound of sugar. And he was like, that's Coke. And I was like, okay, that's alarming. Like an alarming amount of Coke. And then I didn't know. And then we went out to this one gay bar in um, Baltimore and it, went to the bathroom and I literally just went to be in this guy. Don't know him. He's like, I like, looks over. He's like, you want some Coke? And I was like, what is happening? And then from that moment on, I learned that like, if anyone's ever looking for drugs, go for a guy. I mean, sure. Maybe that might be friendly to a girl, but go to the gay club yeah, and go to the bathroom and they're because it's, it out, like, and let me just tell you something. Any guy that is like, Oh, I have all the drugs and I have all this. And I see this. Not until you go to the gay club or you see the gays because they the have they have it they right. have it all. But I will I the gays love ketamine. They love harnesses and they love ketamine. And I believe the gays are transforming into horses. <laughs> so I don't understand. Okay, quick story, but you guys can't think I'm an absolute piece of shit. Well, we'll cut it out if we want. If it's too bad. It's not that bad, but. I've only done ketamine once because I just needed to know what it was. This was like right when the whole like rave situation was coming into play and like people were going to festivals and like, I don't know, people were just talking about ketamine all the time. And I'm like, what is this little ketamine type thing? So I'll never forget before any good house party, you go out with your friends and you go to the cheapest, sluttiest store that you can possibly find, whether it's like a wet seal or like Weathervane or Forever 21 or whatever the case may be. You go out and you spend your best 50 bucks on your going out outfit. I and I went out to one of these trashy stores and... I got these white pants and they did not have the white pants in my size, but I was determined that I was going to wear white pants that night. So I go, I buy the white pants that are probably two, three sizes too small. I take ketamine at this party. I go into the bathroom because I'm losing my fucking mind. And I'm like, while I'm here, let me just pee because I'm afraid. I don't know what's happening. Like, this is nuts. I go pull my pants down, sit on the toilet, and this shit hits me like a fucking Mack truck. And I can no longer pull my pants back up over my ass or my knees at this point. So I'm stuck in this bathroom at this house party that's, like, on and popping. There's, like, fucking people everywhere. And people are pounding on the door to get into this bathroom, and I'm, like, in a different dimension. I'm, like, gone, gone, gone. And, like, nobody knows I'm in this bathroom. (laughs) Does it make you, like, hallucinate? Bitch, it hits you like a fucking... a bag of bricks. <laughs> but like, what does it make you do? Uh, that's what I just don't like. This is the thing is I don't like we one. We don't condone the drugs. Yeah. We we're not condoning not drugs. drugs. But this was way back in the day. Way back in the day. And, but I also like, I just, I've never understood like the hallucinating drugs, like acid stuff like that. Like I, I wouldn't love the hallucinating drugs. I, I used to, I not, I don't love them. I used to love <laughs> the hallucinating You're like, Oh God. If, yeah, that's say, been I a very long, it's been a very good decade that you've never had done anything. Any but kind of drugs let's in a very just long reassess time. that. But 
I just have never understood. Me, I've never been into that world because I'm just like, I just don't, I don't want to see anything that I don't need to be seeing. My <laughs> mind's already enough. Like, I'm already chaotic enough. And I just, but the girls love it and I don't get it. Okay, so anyways, I'm in this bathroom at this party. It's like a, a half bath. It's just like a sink and a toilet. Like one of those skinny half baths. And I can't use my legs anymore. I can't pull up my pants. I can't. I have no function in my body at this time. So people are pounding on this door. So eventually, somehow, I get the door unlocked. And there's, like, a line of people standing there. And I'm like, somebody needs to help me pull up my pants. Like, like a first stranger? Off, yeah. Like, first off, I can't use my legs. Second off, please pull my pants up. This is why the girls should not be doing horse tranquilizers. We don't. We never again will I ever do a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> Like, my God, that sounds horrible. It was so bad. I remember all my friends were just, like, in the yard, just laying in the yard, sitting out in the driveway. Like, nobody knew where anybody was. We all just, like, went and did, like, our own thing. We, none of us had use of our legs. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's, this sounds horrible. It was so bad. I do not condone this type of shit, but... Listen, I will say, though, my doctor does prescribe me Ambien, and I have to be very careful with it because Uh that that can be a real doozy Mm because you can take an Ambien. Sometimes you'll text me. The craziest shit. And I'm like, what what the fuck are you talking about? Because it makes no sense. And that's why, like, my doctor will tell me each time, she's like, remember, you don't drive your car, turn your phone off after you take this, and you go to bed. You need to shut your eyes. Because you cannot, because... The things that come out of your mouth, the things that you think of, like, I have to, one, I'm like, I cannot be able to work the next day, because I just won't, I'll oversleep. You'll be, like, hungover the next day. Not even that. It's just, like, I I just will oversleep, and then I will just, but also, if you push through Mm -hmm. not going to sleep, you could be at the Walmart parking lot at 2.30 in the morning, top off fucking screaming about the president. I don't know. Like, it's the craziest shit in the world. That's why I'm like, this needs to be regulated a little bit more. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't know. But the girls love ketamine and they love the horse tranquilizers. Uh, I don't. And I'll never do that again. You won't catch me with a harness or the K-hole. But let's go down the the Reddit rabbit hole. Do you want to go first or should I go first? You hit me. I don't know what you have. Okay. It's something a little, nothing too crazy. But I think that this hits home only because I listen to men and I've listened to what men say and I listen to what men think that women want to hear and they have no fucking clue. So this is what I have gathered on Reddit. I had a friend who told me her test for a second date was a guy asking her a simple question, any kind of question, as simple as how are you? How was your week? Literally any question that doesn't involve them. Like, involve the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think this is so important to talk about because guys love to talk about themselves, especially on first dates. They want to, like, again, sell themselves to you. It's like a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And I think it is so important for a guy just to sit down and be like, how was your week? Tell me what you do for fun, even though these are, like, dumb questions. Just any kind of question, because I can tell you I've been on so many dates where guys... Don't ask me a single fucking question. It's, like, me just volunteering information, and I'm just, like, should I be talking? Or, like, should I just let him talk the whole time? Or, like, I don't want to listen to him talk anymore, so, like, I'm going to say something now. Like, (laughs) Luckily for me, I've only been on probably a few dates that has gone like that. I usually... 
sometimes I feel like I get asked too many questions where I'm like, really? all right, my 2020 question, Barbara Walters interview's over. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't have to now, like, I'm like, I might tell you too much where now I don't have anything to tell you ever again. Maybe this is something about, like, the guys that I go for or went for or I don't fucking know, but I feel like they always just want to, like, volunteer all of their information and never ask you a single fucking question to, like, get to know you. And I'm like... Whoa. Oh, wow, whoa! I feel like I just did a documentary on your life, and <laughs> now I can tell you about yourself. I was but... the interviewer, and now you're going to ask me a series of questions after you're done talking about yourself. <laughs> like it is, and you, I do think that's a really good idea because you have to like focus on like what, what are they asking you? Do they care? Are they asking like? Because sometimes even the dumb questions, as much as I hate dumb, like how was your week? I'm like. Do I fucking care to explain how my week was? But then I'm like, yeah, you do want to have someone that cares about how your fucking week was, I guess. Yeah. That'd be like, act like they're interested. I mean, they're probably not interested. They're probably like, oh, let me ask this bitch a fucking question. What color is your favorite color? <laughs> now, let me, and this is the thing. This, so I go back and forth between first dates and liking them and loving, like, or hating them because I don't want to fucking tell a new person. Like, this is how I explain even with, like, new friends. I'm like, I don't want to tell you about my favorite fucking show. I don't want to tell you about what was my favorite color. (laughs) And, like... So what do you talk about? That dumb bullshit. But, like, it's... Well, it just depends on the guy. But, like, I just feel like... I used to have this, like, thing where I... Like, if I go through a really manic dating phase where it's, like, I'll go on, like, (laughs) two or three dates a week with three different people. Like, you're all over the place. All over. Like, full... Like, fully. Yeah. only that can only last maybe a week and a half out of the month because I'll lose my mind, and then I'm like, this was crazy, girl. Like, like, being crazy. I totally get that because, like, your social meter has expired, and, like... You max out. Yeah, you're maxed out of, like, talking about mindless senseless thing listen I've been a little Ramona singer New York housewife where I where go on a date and not go well and have another date later on in the evening I because sometimes <laughs> I'm still in the mood to date that night like I'm still in the mood and you're all worked up and yeah just, like I'm like listen bed. I put on a little rouge I like I'm here I'm invested maybe I have a I've had a drink uh-huh. this one didn't work out but my I'm not going to bed yet bitch I'm living this is why I think it I've always wanted before of course I was married fuck I miss my calling I mean you never know you never know what could happen <laughs> I always wanted to go on a speed dating same I do too I always see they have like a list of questions like a questionnaire they give the guy and the girl and they're like all right ask these questions when it's your turn like I think that's great I'd like that kind of dating let's get to the bottom of it let's not fuck around I'm asking some very serious fucking questions and you better fucking tell me the truth you little bitch (laughs) fucking let me know right now like I think that's so I love that kind of dating. Can I tell you that one time I went to a movie theater for on a first date, which I will say this, that's the worst fucking first date you could ever have. When people are like... Going to go to a movie on the first date so we don't talk? So you don't talk? I don't know anything about you. Okay, number one, movie theaters. When I was younger, movie theaters were high school, middle school. You invite a guy or a girl to the movie theater. You sit in the dark and you touch each other. Or like (laughs) you make out. I don't fucking know. So when, like, somebody asked me to go on a first, second, third, like, I'm not going to the movies with you until, like, we are fully comfortable because, like, all I can think about is that we're going to sit down in a movie theater and you're going to be trying to stick your hands down my pants. Like, I was in middle school. <laughs> I think my first kiss... <laughs> I think my first kiss with a girl was at a movie theater. Oh, my God. And let's talk about trauma. Ugh, I recently went on your... To where... Uh, 
We're going to take a pause real quick. Um, we're not going to cut, but I will say this is for me later to know if I want to remove this. Go on. I went on your Facebook recently to like find like an old picture of us, and there was a picture of you kissing a girl. I know who it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And like, I think I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I think I'm going to throw up in my mouth now thinking about it. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I saw it. It was kind of like... I just want to unsee it. I I want to unexperience it. I want to run. You know, I went to a um, a bar in downtown, and this is maybe like pre right before COVID hit. And this girl that I actually dated for quite a little oh. bit of a time, oh God, and God. I was interested in her. Like I will never take that away, but I'll never forget. And I think she's like engaged now. When she was like, I love and miss you. And, like, I want you to know, like, I have always, like, we'll always have that moment. And, like, I'm just, like, like, we, I still have love for you. And, like, not, like, like, I love you like that. But just, like, like, oh, like, we're still cool. And, like, oh, like, isn't that crazy? And I'm, like, don't bring this up. Like, like you're embarrassing me yourself. Yeah, like, this is all so weird. Like, this is so inappropriate. I don't like it. <laughs> Like, I felt so uncomfortable. But back to the movie theater date. I would get hives. Uh, no, I did. I literally was like, this is why I don't go out around here. Like, this is why I don't do this, because I can't deal with that. Like, it's too much. Uh. But back to the movie theater. I'll never forget one time I went on a first date with a guy. And, oh, what does his name his name? Um, and he shows up, and we, and this will only happen to the gays, wearing the same outfit as me. We were wearing both, and this was <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Both wearing black t-shirts. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Black denim shorts. Chucks or Vans. I want to say both the same color. Both blue denim vests. We look like we were twin fucking brothers. And gays love to fucking date guys that look like each other, and I'm not into that. I don't condone that. <sighs> but... This man showed up, and the first thing he's like, oh, we had the same minds. I'm like, I got to go. Ew. This can never work. We look the same. Like, oh. we look like, one, why the fuck are we both wearing denim vests to begin with? It reminds me of, like, a Sears, um, when they take pictures at Sears, and how, like, a lesbian couple will show up wearing the same thing with, like, their golden retriever and, like, the same vest. Okay, are you ever going to, are you going to take your family Sears photos? Oh, I wa- I want you to do the JCPenney, like, photos, but wearing denim blue jeans with the white tees. I oh, need yeah, you to, it, you have to. And you have to. You have to. I need to let the listeners know that I was happy that you did how you told everyone that you were pregnant. Uh-huh. But you knew that I was really gunning for you to do 4th of July Vintage, not the current new ones, but go to old, find an old navy vintage Fourth of July shirt uh-huh. for you and your husband, and have a little, um, like little onesie. But like all being that, because I said there's nothing more American <laughs> than announcing you have being pregnant on Fourth of July with a Turkish man. <laughs> like I just <laughs> thought it was so iconic. <laughs> so iconic. I was like, oh my god, this would be so good. But yeah, no, first dates, I, I've i gone through them all, and I love them, and I hate them, and I've had some really great ones where I leave, and I'm like, I'm going to marry this man. Like, this man is going to be it, which, no. And then I've gone, and I've left. I one time, another movie theater date I went on to, and he wouldn't stop talking about dinosaurs. He told me about that. And he'll, I'll never forget it. I was like, 
Okay, okay. And, like, at first I thought it was, like, okay, he's in Dinosaur's Cool. Not cool, but cool. And then, it like, we're sitting through the trailers of, like, the new movies, you know, before the movie starts. And he, like, stops, and he'll bring up dinosaurs again. And I was like, that conversation's over. But also, what the fuck? Like, let it go. Nothing is involving. So I was like, okay, he's just being weird. Then I want to say, like, 20 minutes later, during the movie's, like, playing, he's like, oh, I forgot to mention my other favorite dinosaurs. And I was like, all righty, okay, I'm going to run to the bathroom, and I'll be right back. I walked out, walked to the hall, I saw the bathroom, and I think I did have to pee, and I don't know. But then I looked at the bathroom, and I said, I got to get the fuck out. And I just went home, got in my car, blocked his number, and I just was like, it's not, and I know, like, maybe I'm a horrible person, but, like, I can't listen to someone who cares about dinosaurs. Oh, God. It's let it go. Like, that's the type of stuff, like, I, like, I know people are, like, you have to, like, settle for things. Like, I had someone, re- like, like some, a, some people have a little weird pet peeve. Yeah. You have to, like, look past it. Like, they're probably a nice person with a nice personality. And listen, I had someone close to me, and I was telling you this, where someone's like, you know, you're going to have to settle, and you're going to have to think, no. Why? Not for weird shit like that. I don't have to. Oh, Why so would weird. I ever want to? Like, I don't believe in people dating and settling. Yeah. No. But yeah, that's just my opinion on you should, yeah, you should, should make sure that they're asking you questions. So you should make that they're not just asking you dumb questions, that they actually care. Yeah. Because you can tell, like, when it's, like, your favorite color, what does that fucking matter? Yeah. What are you going to do? But I also, you know, I do love getting flowers for men. <laughs> I love it. So after, like, a first date, like, I will always tell a man about, like, what are my favorite flowers. Like, I love roses. Ew, you're disgusting. No, listen. You're making me fucking, fucking sick. Listen, I don't give a fuck. I love flowers, and I love when a man <laughs> sends me flowers. Oh, my God. Yeah, go ahead. I love them. I am Lisa Vanderpump, of, and I am Britney Spears. I love a rose. I love a white rose. Mm-hmm. And if a man gives me a flower, I'm like, I'm going to... I'm going to fuck him. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take this to the next level. I'm, I'm going to let this man have it. Like, oh, my God. That is so funny. And I stand by it. Oh, I love a needy girl like you. I'm a needy little girl, and I love it, and I will always be a needy girl. I'm not a pick. I'm not. Listen here. I'm not a pick me bitch, but I am a needy bitch. Oh, my God. I love that. All right. What's your Reddit question? So I saw it says, hi, I just got out of a seven year relationship that ended really bad. Um, I've been single for about six months and I want to start dating and I've been thinking about getting back into the field. I want to know what are the biggest red flags to look for on first dates? (laughs) Now, listen, I think we know a lot of red flags. Where are you going? I don't know. I just... I don't really know what a red flag is because I just categorize everything as a red flag and I just hope for the best. You're like this. See, I like to ignore the red flag when I see it, depending on how, what level of red, like what shade of red is the flag? Yeah. If it's like, is it like a, um, like, is it an orangey red? Yeah. Is it a blood orange red? Is there a little blue hue to it? Um, it depends. Cause there's, I've been on a date not, not too long ago that literally was like a week or so ago that, it was red flag central. Like, I mean, he was talking about the trauma of his parents and the trauma. Like, it was trauma. Like, he trauma unloaded. And it was scary. And I was like, okay. And the first two ones, I was like, I can't tell if it's the drink. <laughs> I can't tell if it's just me feeling the moment, feeling mm-hmm. the fantasy. Because sometimes I'm just feeling my own fantasy in my head. And I was like, I can overlook this. I can yeah. overlook this. Then they started getting real weird, real deep. And I was like, 
okay, I think it's time to exit stage left. What are some red flags to you, though, that you've seen? Uh, that I've seen? What, what about Eric's red flags? Um, if he can hear us, I'll die. <laughs> He's like, up there, like, what the fuck are they talking about? His red flags was he was born and raised in Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty D. Um, I don't, I'm just going to say some things that I look for in a date, on a first date. Um. Do they live in Dundalk? No. Number one is, are you, are we drinking on a first date? I think that drinking on a first date should be a no-no. Really? I understand that we are adults over the age of 21, and if we are on a date, um, I really don't think that you need alcohol on a first date, because alcohol makes you talk out of your ass. It makes you do things that you don't usually do. It just makes you become a different person. And I remember on my first date with my husband, he was like, I'm going to get a glass of wine. And I was like, you're drinking. Like, I was so taken back. I was like, you're drinking. Like, we came here to drink. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to have a glass of wine with dinner. And I was like, okay. Well, I guess I'll get a drink too. And I was okay, like... What? So you start the first date pretty much like... like- Treating him like he has an alcohol problem? I'd like to go in stone cold sober. That's insane. I know. A lot that of people, makes you a, a psychopath. A lot of people say, like, I cannot believe you like to go on dates sober. Like, But, like, I don't know why I would much rather go on a date where there's no alcohol involved. Yeah, you're weird. I am so fucking weird. I remember just yeah, being, like, that sounds like combative. Like, it's like the poor <laughs> man just wants to have a drink. You're like... Oh, so you're drinking. Oh, so you have a problem. Oh, so you can't sit here without having a sip of a drink. Are you shaking? Yeah, I remember. I was like, you're going to get a drink. And he's like, a glass of wine. I'm like, okay, well, I guess then we're drinking then. I guess well, I'll get a vodka and soda or whatever the fuck I was drinking. But we just had one. Nothing wrong with it. We enjoyed our meals. Another red flag that I see, again, men talking about themselves excessively and not asking you any questions. Um, to me, that is just very weird. A lot of guys will just like to lead the conversation and then they just lead it off of a cliff and they don't realize they're leading off of a cliff. But one thing that I have heard a lot of my friends saying, how they go on dates with guys and it goes so terrible. And the whole time that they're thinking like, oh my God, I hope this guy never texts me. Like, there's no way that he likes me. Like, he's been acting like a fucking dick the whole entire time. And then they get in their car or they, like, get home and the guy will text them and be like, I had such a fun time with you. Like, we should do that again. And they're like, excuse me, what? Like, Were, were you in the same place? Yeah, like, I thought that you hated me the whole time and, like, I did something wrong. But, like, <laughs> you want to see me again? Why would you want to see me again? Like, that was so weird. Like, I thought I did something to ruin your day. <laughs> like, I fucked up your whole week. Now. Has that ever happened to you? It's never happened to me. No, I don't. I've ne- well, like, what do you mean? Like, has it ever happened to me where I'm like, the date's gone horrible and they message me after? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, had, that's happened. I had so much fun. But you're like, this guy has to know how bad it's going. Oh, no, I've had that happen multiple times. But like, then they, they get in their car or like they text you like, let's do this again sometime. I had so much fun. Like, I'm so confused. You had fun. I had a guy <laughs> that I was, I went on a few dates and then one night he was like, come over and we hooked up mm-hmm. and... The next morning, he woke up crying and saying that he wasn't gay. And I was like, it's so early. I don't know how to handle this. And we had, like, a day planned. Now, mind you, I I assumed that he was either bisexual or gay. Like, yeah. I didn't know. Like, I knew that he had a girlfriend in the past. He's, you know, like, dated one. But 
the way he acted and everything in public and stuff like was pretty gay. Yeah. So like I was like, no rose. I mean, maybe I should have asked, but I, I surely just didn't think that was a question. Do you think it was like a friend date? Like I don't think two so. Dudes going out having fun. I don't. I don't do that. I don't <laughs> need to do that. I don't need that at all for anything. Um, but I'll never forget. And he was like, he woke up and he's like, I, I like, I'm not gay and. Mind you, we had a day planned of stuff to do that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. Why are you crying? And I said to him, I said, well, last night what you did was pretty gay. So I want you to know that. Um, <laughs> and two, you got to f- figure this out. Um, I'm going to go, though. And you just let me know, like, how this plays out. And I'll never forget he messaged me, like, probably want to say 20 minutes after I left. He was like, Hey, I'm so sorry for that. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, are we still going to get together later this afternoon? Like, are we still going to the city? And I was like, no, we're not going to the city. You need to have time. You need to think about what, like what's going on. You don't just determine that you're gay in 20 minutes. No. If you're gay or straight. Or if you're moving on from that. Like I was like, uh, uh-uh. Oh my God. And then he full, but mind you, then he would message me all the time. I was like, no, we're never, that can never happen again. You cannot cry. <laughs> like um, be weird. Like don't be weird. But no, I've also gone on dates where it's like the whole time I'm sitting there. Like now I've reached an, like the age and the care of being like, Let's end things. Let's just be done. I don't need, like, like th- thank you so much. Like, you don't have to get up in the middle of the meal, but, like, when the meal, when the check comes, it's time to go to your car. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there's all the time where it's, like, this is, like, hey, I've had a really great time. Like, when am I going to see you? Or then it's, like, the next day being, like, tonight, 5 p.m., like, are we hanging out? Like, are we doing together? And I'm, night. like... No, we're never gonna see each other again, baby. Like that's never happening. Like I, lo- like I'm. I thank you so much, but like, it's never gonna happen. Oh my god, I have a friend that <clears throat> she thought she was gonna be like, I don't know, some kind of speed dater, um, and that she was gonna line up like all these dates within like the same area of the city and do like a drink here, a coffee with another one, I've done share it. a dessert here. I've done that. like. A small plate with this one and she would have all these like dates lined up and she would tell me every weekend like Caitlin I have like six of them on Saturday I have like two brunch ones on Sunday and then like four dinner ones on Sunday like I'm killing it and then the time would come and I'd be like oh, what are you doing this weekend and she's like nothing they all canceled also I want to <laughs> say I'm killing it. Are you killing it? Or are you going through a manic episode? I was like, you can't expect people to line up days in 30-minute increments. <laughs> hey, but I like that. So I'm going to meet you for a cup of coffee, but I only have 30 minutes of chit-chat. And then, like, they see you walk down to, like, the gelato shop. <laughs> <laughs> and meet someone else. And then you book 30 It's minutes. Ramona Singer type of dating, and I like that. It is so funny. And she would always do it. and Or, like, maybe one would stack, and then she'd be like... You know, I had five lined up for Saturday night, one stuck, and then she would hang out with the same guy all night on Saturday. <laughs> like, so I'm like, okay, so ugh, this was such a great idea, and I really loved the style of dating that you had in mind, but, like, I knew it was never going to happen. So I think the biggest last little topic about this, mm-hmm. and I want to ask and get your opinion because this is controversial. What? Who pays for the date? And is it a red flag if you split or if 
he doesn't want to pay for it full. Like what, like, what do you think? Cause I like to hear, I started this with a topic of mo- like groups of people. And I love hearing, especially straight men hearing their opinions about this being like, well, if like, it was like three guys, it was a conversation from like a month ago. And they, they were like, well, like if we're vibing, like I'll pay for it. Or if I don't have it like that, like I'll just be honest and upfront. And I'm like, okay, I guess there's like situations, but really I'm like, was well, a straight man, what are you trying to get after this date? Like, after dinner, where are you going for this? You better fucking pay up. Um, so I'm going to be completely honest. I do believe in splitting a first date 50-50. No. But go on. I mean, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to talk to you again, and you don't know if I'm gonna ever, if you're going to ever talk to me again. Let's just, you know, I don't want it to be holding something above my head like, well, I paid for us to go out to dinner and you won't text me back. You won't give me the de- decency to text me back. Like, bitch, I can pay for my own fucking dinner and I'll show you I can pay for my own dinner. I yeah. don't need you to pay for shit. And I want you th- to think that I'm using you to go out to dinner. Like, I believe that paying for the first couple dates 50-50 is fair because, like, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I think I've always thought that way. That's bizarre to me. I and would I'll never. never forget my husband and I went on our first date and I went to go pull out my car and he was like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing me. And I was like. And I respect him for that. <laughs> I was like, well, I we can split it. And he's like, please put your card away. You're literally embarrassing me. Kenya Moore once said. Only broke bitches split checks. I don't do that. And I I don't know. I, I just I just feel like I don't I'm not splitting a check with anyone. I don't like if we were to go out to dinner, even just as friends, like if we're out to dinner, one of us is paying that's insane. But it's not like the guy saying, like, we're gonna split this, right? It's me just saying, here's my card, let's split a 50 50. It's not like they're saying, like, you know, you know, what are we gonna do here? Like, what's the uh situation with the bill? Like, I'm just like, here's my card, take it. I don't I think I if a man if a man asks you to go out on a date, he should pay for the date. He asked you to go. I don't know. He asked you to go. He should pay. Why? Like, don't. Mm. I don't know. I'm so weird with that kind of shit. I see. I'm opposite. I'm like, if you get asked now, I don't think it should be constant. I think you should then, like, pay in for the next one. But, like, no, if you got asked, like, if I'm going to even, like, not gays gets dicey. It matters what roles we're playing here. Uh-huh. But, like. If I were to ask someone, I'm willing to pay for it because yeah. I'm asking and I'm picking the place and all of that. But then I'm also like, are you going to pay? Because, like, really, to me, it just shows, like, are you serious? Are you into it? Are you having a good time? I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I also think, like, when you're actually, like, dating somebody, that the guy isn't just responsible for paying the check every single time. Dating. Uh, no, like, the second, third, that's when, like, you should pull in. And, yeah. Like, get it. I'm talking mm-hmm. first date. Yeah, like, I, girl, I hear girls say all the time, like, I would never pay for, like, a dinner. Like, my man always pays. Like, I think that is just so fucking that's weird. bougie and, like, entitled. And you look stupid. And you look stupid. And you look like you're literally just, like, desperate for a free meal and, like, you can't hold your own money-wise. So, like, yeah, every once in a while, pull out your card and buy dinner for your man. I mean, yeah. like, what's the big fucking deal? But no, I'm talking just the first date. The first date. The I, second, I third, know. that's when you should be able to like throw it down, whatever. I feel like the first date, I've always pulled out my card and at least tried to pay because like, and it's not them saying, you know, what are we doing with the, the bill situation? It's me just taking the initiative and being like, here's some money. Like, one time, I don't know what to do here. It's so awkward. One time I had a guy, we were getting coffee first mm-hmm. and he, 
the days it was like a day date and he were at like I think it was probably like a Starbucks I'm assuming in the city and he orders and I'm sitting right next to him and then he's like looks at me and then he's so I'm like assuming oh he's like say your order or whatever but then he's like then I think he said something like um he's like are you going after or something like that and I was like you can't get a coffee because that's weird don't like be dirt like what like, I get, like, if you're going to let, like, you go up first. Yeah. Then. But then in my things, I would have been like, what are you getting? Like, don't be weird. Don't embarrass me in, fr- in front of a barista. <laughs> like, an, uh, in front of uh, Ashley, the barista. I Like, that's embarrassing. Like, a $4 coffee? Oh, my God. That's, that's like, really that's weird. not a red flag. That wouldn't be a red flag to you? That would be a red flag. That's and I'm weird. talking, like, a sit-down dinner where, like, you know, you have a drink, you have an appetizer, you have a meal, maybe you have a dessert. Like, that kind of bill i'm talking about if i are went, you splitting a check out of roots chris because that's insane to me uh i don't i don't fucking know i don't think anybody's ever taken me to a ruth chris i'm just talking like in like, the, like that idea like that type of place like, yeah see that's just weird to me yeah like i'm just like not? let one person cover the whole bill it's just like you can ask for a venmo and it doesn't ever happen to me oh but I've, i'd rather I that die. see i would I rather would that in if privacy I left and they sent me a venmo request for like the damages <laughs> no i would rather the damage oh request it's never happened but i would rather that than split a check in front of a waitress oh my god I maybe i'm crazy die. Maybe I'm the red flag. Maybe I, mean, I am. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm saying I've always volunteered to just pay my half of the dinner. Wow. But if I went to a Starbucks and he was first and I was next in line and he didn't turn around and say, okay, what do you want? And he said to the barista, like, no, just me. I would be like, I'm going to run to my car now as fast as I possibly can and peel wheels out of here because that was the biggest red flag I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, Listen. I I love red flags. We love them all. Ugh. Every shade of red. Yeah. But when you see them, you can only choose to ignore them for so long <laughs> until some until that red flag becomes a liability. 100%. And that concludes episode number 6. We will see you next Wednesday. TTL bitches. bitches.